man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now, on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We got a very special episode for you guys this week that was actually recorded at the 105.7 The Bear Studios where I work here in Merced. Uh, We had a great artist come by the studio, Jared James Nichols. If you're not familiar with Jared James Nichols, he's pretty badass. Uh, Gibson named him one of their ambassadors. He's one of four Gibson ambassadors. There's Slash, there's Dave Mustaine, there's Lizzie Hale, and then there's this guy, Jared James Nichols. He's a global ambassador. He's amazing. And he came by the studio to do a couple songs in the studio and give a great interview. So I decided why not throw it up since we were taking this week off anyway. I figured I'd give you guys kind of some bonus content here. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Enjoy this interview here with Jared James Nichols. Make sure you guys are checking it out on his official website. And for the show info, January. January 22nd at Strummers in Fresno. It's going to be an awesome show. So make sure you guys check that out and support this artist. And please stick around. Enjoy the interview. It's only about 25 minutes long. We're going to play the whole thing all the way uh, through for you guys. So enjoy it. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. We'll see you guys in the new year in 2023 with our first episode in January. All right. Have a good one, guys. Stick around. The interview's coming up next. Merced's Rock Station, it's the Bear at 105.7. Chris here with you guys, as promised, all the way from Tennessee and out here on the West Coast doing the thing. It's Jared James Nichols. What's up, what man? What is up, my man? I am here at the Bear, ready to rock and roll. This is killer. He brought his mini version of his custom Black Star that we're going to talk about that is very impressive. Yeah. He ha- Dude, tell the story real quick on the guitar you're holding right now. Yeah, I brought one of my favorite guitars. Um, I was doing a session in Oakland these past few days, and it was just, this worked out perfect, and I brought my 1952 Gibson Les Paul, which is one of the first 25 ever made. <laughs> and uh, this this Les Paul was actually given to me as a gift. It survived a tornado. Yeah. If uh, if you guys could see it right now, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can see it. But he uh, show off the back of it a little bit. Oh, yeah. This thing is been through the ringer. It's scratched to heck. This is like Freddy Krueger's guitar, man. <laughs> it's thrashed. <laughs> but the thing is, it's still such a great playing guitar. Oh, it's amazing. It it's feels a- like we're holding a, a history relic piece here. Yeah, a lot of people would say, man, you shouldn't tour with that. It should be in a museum or behind glass cases. And I'm like, this thing was meant to be played. It needs to be played. I'm going to play it. That's awesome. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. But for everybody tuning in, you're like, who's Jared James Nichols? I've been hearing that song on the bear. Sure. Mm-hmm. But who is Jared James Nichols the man, the myth, yes. the legend that is starting to come up on my newsfeed every time I look for Gibson guitars and I'm like, oh, there's four ambassadors for Gibson guitars now, Slash, Dave Mustaine, Lizzie Hale, and Jared James Nichols. Yes, sir. You are the, I think, the newest, right? Yeah, the, I am. The most recent Gibson guitar ambassador. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? I mean, you've been playing Gibsons your whole life? So here's the thing. I grew up in Wisconsin, right? I, I was born in the same town as Les Paul. That's right. So- Ever since I was a kid, I knew the shape of a Gibson guitar. I knew the shape of a Les Paul. I didn't start playing the guitar until I was 15, going on 16. Okay. Um, I had no aspirations to be like in a band or doing anything. <laughs> Nothing, I just, huh? Yeah, but when I picked up the guitar, it was like I found like my long lost friend. I was like, I love this. Uh, there was something about the guitar just spoke to me. Yeah. So I was like that kid that when I found guitar, I was in my bedroom for like 
10 hours a day. Yeah. Like, locked in, jamming, practicing, learning my favorite songs. Obviously, like, listening to classic rock radio, learning every riff I could. Right, yeah. And um, that's just how it started. And when I was 18, so two years later, I ended up going to um, this uh, summer camp at this college, Berkeley. Okay. In Boston. Right. Berkeley College Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the Berkeley College of so Music. So check this out. I go there at this <laughs> music camp, and they go, it was like a five-day camp. They go, hey, you know, you're pretty good. You should try out for the school. And I'm thinking to myself, wow. Oh, what? For Berkeley College of Music, man. So, man, I try out for the school. <laughs> Two weeks later, I'm at my at home, you know. I get a letter in the mail from Berkeley. Full scholarship. No kidding. No kidding. And wow. I was like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I go to Berkeley for six months. Holy and moly. at Berkeley, um, I was learning how to conduct an orchestra. I was learning how to play what? keyboards, all this different stuff. <laughs> all of the things I did not want to do. Right. That's I'm, crazy. I mean, man, I love playing the guitar. I wanted to play live. Of course, I wanted to further myself with, with like education, but not in that way. Right. So I did what any kid would do. I dropped out. <laughs> My dropped parents, out. My parents mortified. I dropped out of Berkeley. What are you man. doing? You just got this free ride, got the scholarship, and you said, "Screw it, it's not for me." I said, "It's not for me. I want to. I want to actually try and play and make it. You know, right? Take the hard road." Yeah. So I went back home. I got a job landscaping for mm, six months. Saved up <laughs> enough money to move to L.A. No kidding. So after Berkeley College Music, you're like, "Ah, I'm gonna dig some ditches, save <laughs> up some money, do this the real rock and roll way." That's right, and man. Get on out to L.A. And then the rest is history, right? Came out to L.A., man, and uh, I met some cool people through a guitar contest I won. That's right. Including uh, Gibson Guitars. Yeah, it was the Gibson Les Paul Tribute Contest. Yes, sir. As well as the Musicians Institute Most Outstanding Player Award. Yeah, man. <laughs> what the heck? So I through that, I met some really good people, including like uh, the guy I've still worked with forever, my manager, Phil. But yeah. you know, I, I like right away, like I was rehearsing at a studio, and I met like the guys in Aerosmith, and then I had these tour opportunities. Oh, my God. You know, I just tried to associate myself <laughs> in good crews and uh, started a trio, started touring. And, yeah, I've been pumping it for a few years now, and uh, it's been going good. Awesome. Well, let's get to some music. You, yeah, man. You got this amp ready to go. I think the people want to hear some tunes, so let's get to it. Ter take it away, man. All right, I'm about to tear it up on this new single. I'm going to jam a little bit and then play my new single, Down the Drain. <laughs> Yeah. 
When I found you, I thought you would always keep me sane. When you cut me, it kills me. So good I can escape down the drain, down the drain, down the drain, down the drain. Watch me go down, watch me go down, watch me go, watch me go. I'm going to turn it up. Do it. When you love me, it feels like I'm circling down the drain And I'll stay here forever until my dying day Oh, yeah. <laughs> Killer, man. It's funny, dude. I'm playing electric. You know, like most people would show up with an acoustic, but I said, I don't care. No, and you know I'm what? I'm glad electric. you did that because uh, we we haven't had an electric in the studio yet. So you're the first one here in the Bear Studio. Oh, I am pumped. So that's pretty cool. I got to really say, cool. we've had a lot of other bands uh, do an acoustic. So you're the first electric, man. This is killer. Awesome. So, hey, if you guys could hear that, I don't know if you could hear it, but the Facebook people could see, you have a pretty unique and signature kind of style of playing. It's yeah, a finger picking style mm -hmm. reminds me a lot of like i don't know Derek trucks from tedeschi trucks band but you're not using a slide you have these amazing kind of prowess with the scales and the notes man how did that all was that a style that you just learned or uh, by inherent picking it up or was it something that you focused on and made a conscious choice to do well here's the thing like i'm a lefty oh so Okay. When I started to play the guitar, I was holding it like a lefty. Right. So the the first guitar I got, it came with a lesson at the at the music shop. Yeah. And the guy, I'm sitting there, and he goes, "Hey, dude, you got to flip the guitar." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so I flip it, and I'm holding it like a righty, and I'm like, "Okay, this feels kind of awkward." Right. And he goes, "Trust me, you don't want to be a lefty guitar player. You always have to have your own guitar. You always, you know, yeah. like it's hard yeah. to find good lefty guitars." And um, I said, okay, cool. And at this point, I just was trying to play guitar for fun. Right, whatever. You know? And uh, <laughs> I ended up playing, and he handed me a guitar pick, and I just never liked the way that felt. Right. I don't know if it's because I'm a lefty. Yeah, maybe. But when I could feel the strings underneath my fingers, right, it gave me something else, like even as simple as like you know using my thumb and snapping, or I would use my index finger and snap up. 
sounds kind of snappy, right? But I, yeah. but I found it, you know, no one taught me how to do the finger thing. I just started messing with it myself, and I found that I could get a lot of different sounds, everything from, uh, you know, more rocking. That's cool, but I yeah. can also do, you know, uh, bluesy stuff, you know. Yeah, that percussive. And like the, you know, the... the Oh, that's killer. All the chicken picking. And yeah. Then, so I started figuring out that, um, you know, there was a lot of possibilities with the finger style. And yeah. I just built it. That's killer, man. Yeah, man. It's beautiful. And it sounds amazing. Uh, it's truly unique. I got to say, as a programmer here on The Bear, your stuff cuts through the generic uh, run-of-the-mill rock and roll stuff that we get serviced quite a bit. Right. Um, and it was very refreshing to hear that type of stuff coming through on the airwaves i'm like yes this is the stuff i want to play on the bear this is the stuff that we should be showing to our local kids that are you know out there learning guitar if you had some inspirational words for a kid out there maybe picking up the guitar trying to start a band what advice would you give them man shoot for the stars play what you love music music is not as much as everyone wants to make it music is not a competition right um what's cool about music is you can express yourself and you can do it in a way that will connect with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's crazy because even if I could look back at myself when I was, you know, 15, 16, just picking up the guitar, I would have never dreamed that this guitar would have taken me all over the world. And I've Gibson been able to- ambassador. Yeah, man. No way. <laughs> no way. So now looking back, you know, I, I'm really glad that I stuck to my guns and I played what I loved. Yeah. Know? Hell yeah. And just be yourself. That's great. Well, let's talk about your amplifier because oh, yeah. you have a signature JJN20 amp, right, from Blackstar Amplification. Yes, I do. And we're looking at the miniature version, which <laughs> yeah. sounds badass. I yeah. can't wait to hear the real version live oh, at Strummers. Yeah. That's going to be killer. So tell me how this whole thing came about with getting your own custom Blackstar amp. And yet again, I never dreamed that far. So <laughs> so I've been when I moved to Los Angeles, I started uh, – rehearsing at the studio and I was looking for a Marshall or a Fender amp, you know, things we have all seen. Sure. And there was this black star amp and I was like, what is this? And someone goes, Oh, it's these guys who used to work at Marshall. They Uh. made their own company. And I was like, okay, cool. So when I plugged into it, you know, and as a guitar player, not to be nerdy, but you know, we, we like to use a lot of pedals because it's like, you know, right. Oh, I need pedals on this. It'll make it better to the sound or whatever. So I plugged just straight in my guitar, straight into the amp and I hit a chord and I remember hearing it and going, Whoa, (laughs) that's really nice. And I instantly connected with it too because, like we were talking about my finger style playing, yep. it really like it was articulate, accentuates that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So ever since I started playing, like in my trio, I was always using these black stars. Black star, like Gibson, kind of started to notice that. Yeah. <laughs> and then next thing you know, they were sending me some amps to use on the road. Oh, how cool! I mean, I already felt like a rock star. I was like, yeah, they're sending they're sending me free amps, right? What? So then I started touring. I was using their amps, and it got to this point where. They offered me, they said, hey, we want to make you one of our signature artists. Wow. So we were on tour, and I was over there playing with um, Zach Wild, yep. Black Label Society. Yeah. And we went to their headquarters in Northampton, which is like in the middle of England. I remember we played <laughs> that last the night before, and we show up at like 8 a.m. Oh, we're, wow. We're, my band, everyone's just like, oh, man. <laughs> so we go in, and there's this room with a huge whiteboard, and they say, okay, Write down everything you want in a signature amp. What? So I sat there for like two hours thinking about it, like my wish list. And we sat there for, I don't know, 10 hours. And they had their their head engineers coming in, wiring things in real time, 
having me play and test it and saying, oh, I like that better. I like that. Wow. And then we picked out all the cosmetics, everything. And what's so cool is it turned into one of their best-selling amplifiers. That's we've, we've done three three different versions of it. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. That's killer. It's it's and it's crazy. It's a testament to uh, companies like that that go out and get that involved. I've never heard of that with yeah, with another uh, artist. Maybe like Eddie Van Halen or something. Yeah. So that's that's killer, man. It's crazy. And I often think about that even with like, you know, with Gibson, I have a few different signature models and, and I think how lucky I am because there's so many great guitar players and I feel like maybe... Um, I stick out like a sore thumb or something because uh, I've I've gotten pretty lucky. It's a sore thumb in a good way. I will yeah, say that, especially definitely. with radio, man. You cut through, and I, I think that's a testament to that. So let's hear another one. Yeah, come on. Through this uh, Black Star Miniature JJN20 amp. Here it is, Jared. Man, take it away. This one's called Through Me to the Wolves. <laughs> Cast me in the water, oh, push me down till I barely breathe, barely breathe. Hold me to the fire, oh, stoke it till there's nothing left of me, set me free. Cut me down till I bled, I'm your bag of bones, you left for dead. Hung on every word you said. I hung on every word you said. Freight train coming in. Only one way that this would end. Threw me to the wolves again. You threw me to the wolves again. Torn to my heart, darling. Left me in the dark, darling. You didn't give a damn, darling. Again. Never had a prayer, darling. You didn't even care, darling. Threw me to the wolves, darling, again, again. Give me warmth, give me shelter. Oh, isn't that the way that things should be? Things should be. Could have let me down easy, no. Cause your closet dug so deep. You dug so deep in me. Oh, should have known back then Only one way that this would end Threw me to the wolves again You threw me to the wolves again Torn to my heart, darling You left me in the dark, darling You didn't give a damn, darling Again Oh, never had a prayer, darling You didn't even care, darling You threw me to the wolves, darling Again, here we go. To the wolves, darling, again. Never had a prayer, darling. You didn't even care, darling. 
Threw me to the world's darling again. Oh, never had a prayer, darling. You didn't even care, darling. You threw me to the wolves, darling, again. Never had a prayer, darling. You didn't even care, darling. Threw me to the wolves, darling, again. All right, guys, we are back here in the studio with Jared James Nichols talking about the album release party coming up at Strummers in Fresno, January 22nd. We just got a couple people on the guest list. We have more chances for you guys to win coming up in January, leading up to that show on January 22nd. So, Jared, what is up with this new album? Can you tell us oh, any boy. details on this? It's an album release party. Absolutely. So what's what's the plan? So check this out. This record, to me, defines my sound. Everything that I've been working for since I picked up a guitar, since wow. I started everything. Um, so I tracked this record in Nashville at a studio, and what we did is, so <laughs> this is where it stems from. I remember I was playing a performance. I was in London, and this couple comes up to me after the show, and, and the guy's like, mate, you're fantastic, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you sound so much better than you do on records. Live, oh, talking oh, about really? live. And I was like, oh, thanks. You uh, know, kind of like a, a backhand compliment. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, all right. So it stuck with me, and then I was thinking about it, and I started to tape our live shows. Ah. But what I notice when, I'm, when I go live, especially with the band, it's like, dude... I'm full tilt. Yep. Like, I'm just putting everything I got out, which is, you know, it's that's what I love about playing live. Yep. And sometimes with, like, musicians, when you're in the studio, you get nervous, or you, you right. try and, you're yes. trying to say it, but it's not coming out right. Right, yeah. So I wanted to flip the script. I wanted to go super old school. So what we did is me and my band rehearsed for, like, two weeks straight. Okay. We had this group of songs that I'd been working on for a while yep. that I felt really good about. And I went, we're going to record live in the studio to tape and I'm just going to sing over it. So we're going to go so old school, we're not even going to use a computer. Wow. No auto-tune, no, not even a, a metronome. A, no, yeah, nothing. nothing. And we went in there, man, and for three days, we just we just went full out, and it was the most fun I've ever had in a studio. That's killer. So this record sounds like a stick of dynamite. It's awesome. That is killer, man. And it's coming out on January 22nd or, well, uh, the Friday before. Yeah, I think. Th Friday the 13th, my man. Friday the 13th. Yep. And then we're going to be doing the record release show at Strummers. It's going to be killer. Man, I cannot wait for that show uh, and wait for just more singles to oh, be yeah. serviced to radio. Oh, yeah. To flood the airways with your music, man. Let's go, dude. Yeah, right on. Let's go. Well, thank you so much for coming by the studio, Jared. It was really killer having you in here. Our first electric uh, guest inside the studio and the first one in over two years as I was mentioning off air the last time we had somebody was over two years ago so thank you so much for uh, getting us back ready to rock man I'm honored to, to kick it back in you know uh, cheers to this and many many more of them and uh, yeah all the best you guys right on thank you so much Jared and make sure you guys check out his show coming up 22nd of January Strummers in Fresno we're running ads for it we're going to be giving away more tickets leading up to it so make sure you guys stay tuned for all those details Jared thank you again Thank you, brother.